If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Uh, this is something we talked about with, you know, none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked with those guys, and we just thought it'd be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, the both teams matched and scored. We wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win, and um, we got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least a field goal, and if, if we did, then we felt it was in our hands after that. You know, the Super Bowl is never short of storylines, especially this one, given the uh, convergence of sports and pop culture, which might be at an all-time high between the Usher halftime show, um, Beyonce breaking Verizon, and the internet uh, and social media um, by uh, by dropping a couple of country singles, and of course the uh, Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey romance. I mean, but just on the field, on the field, a dynasty was born. Uh, there's already goat conversation involving Patrick Mahomes, as if Tom Brady played 20 years ago. He, he just left like yesterday, you know. Um, right. There's just right. so many storylines. We don't need to reach for storylines. We don't need to invent storylines. And this what morning, mean? what do you mean? What do you, this morning, you this morning, I wake up to this morning. I wake up to uh, coverage uh, articles, clickbait, as the, the old disdain. folks say. Clickbait, I hear the disdain in your voice already. Uh, Just dripping the with Niners sarcasm. made a mistake. The Niners made a mistake by not kicking off to the Chiefs to begin <laughs> overtime. They didn't know the new rules like just stop, man. Why are we reaching so much, man? But they didn't know the rule. Kyle Shanahan. Where's the lie? Look, man. All right. Okay. Let me tell you something. And I don't mean to, I don't mean to pick on him. Donovan McNabb comes to mind. Yeah. In every situation, in every game, every overtime game, they're going to be some player that don't know the rules. Multiple players that don't know the rules. Okay? That's just, they just, for some reason, players don't understand overtime rules. Hell, McCole Harmon looks shocked that he scored the walk-off touchdown. Okay? If you ask him, he'd probably be like, oh, I, I didn't know. I thought we had, none of them know the rules. I think it's because, honestly, sidebar, I think it's because of college. I think the college rules and the NFL rules are so different until they come in the NFL and they just aren't able to process how NFL overtime rules work. Okay? That's, a, that's just a, off the top of my head. Anyway, well, well, going well, back well, to hold this. On, hold on, hold on. I, I, I want you to. I want you to keep that energy because you know it's funny. It's oh, funny. I'm, I'm here. I'm very, here. I'm uh, here. You're you're from you're from New Orleans. Uh, you spent uh-huh. a lot of time in New England. Uh, uh-huh. You're a New Englander right now, yet you uh-huh. got a very Bay Area energy. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you do. Okay, wait. Exactly. I know you ain't. Wait, wait. Hold on, dog. Hold on, dog. Hold on, dog. I know good and damn well. You're not about to take this opportunity to clown the 49ers. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. 
Look, okay. Mike. Because the Eagles Mike. didn't the Eagles didn't win and change know, coordinators I, I since I'm not doing that. I mean, this that day I'm, is dead. I'm we not we didn't argue about that. Okay. Oh, because I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not bitter. But I'm not bitter. If you All think I'm, I'm bitter, I'm not bitter. No, I'm not bitter. I'm it's not, not bitter. bitter. I'm not upset. It's on brand. It's on brand. I'm not blaming anybody else. I'm not blaming. I'm not making an excuse. Nobody's making an excuse. Yes, they Nobody's are. Nobody's making an they excuse. Well, uh, what's the excuse? The, the excuse is, and a lot of 49ers players said after the game they didn't know the rules. They didn't know. But I'll, no, I'll say, just probably should keep that Mike, to yourself. <laughs> at the beginning, <laughs> at the beginning of overtime. Okay, mm-hmm. beginning of overtime. Hey, here's Fred Warner. Here's Patrick Mahomes. Come on out. Hey, hey, hey! Listen, we got it. We got a new game. He said that was a quote. We got a new game. It's a new game. Mm-hmm. Everybody will have an opportunity to possess the ball unless the defense right. scores first, and then Understood. then the game will be over. You, you both got three timeouts. Okay, here we go. It's a new game. It's a the, whole the new same game, not a quarter. Right. Same explanation so, as they always give, except a touchdown on the first possession doesn't end the game. It's not that complicated. So right. I'm not. I'm not saying so. This isn't about whether they know the knew the rules or not. This is like the this, for me. This is about the commentary around Kyle Shanahan's decision to not kick off to start overtime. Do you think it was a because, smart decision, or or do you think, as you said earlier, I think Patrick it was Mahomes irrelevant. Is, is inevitable. I think it was irrelevant. No matter what, I think it was. I, okay. Yes, I think it was. I think it was irrelevant. I think it's a bullshit narrative, a bullshit storyline, and I'm trying to nip it in the bud, bud right now. Look, man. Actually, I'm flattered. Okay, this is where I will have some Bay Area energy. As the founding member and president of the Brock Purdy Game Managers Fan Club, I'm flattered. I am flattered. I am flattered that those of you who think that Kyle Shanahan erred by not giving Patrick Mahomes the ball first believed that not only would the Niners have maybe held Patrick Mahomes to a field goal because the Chiefs didn't know what they needed. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard. Um, And then beyond that, why I'm flattered is because you're assuming that your favorite game manager, your friendly neighborhood game manager, Brock Purdy, would have answered with a touchdown drive in overtime of the Super Bowl himself in order to force an extra possession, which would have gone to Kansas City, which is Kyle Shanahan just explained he would have preferred they be the third team to get it. So thank you. Thank you for believing in Kyle and, and, and Brock Purdy and believing that he would have answered a Patrick Mahomes opening drive score himself. The bottom line yeah, is the fine. 49ers got stopped on the first possession and they had to kick a field goal. The Chiefs on the next possession, you know, the Niners had the option to stop them. That's another part of it. Like blaming it on a decision to receive or defer is ridiculous. The Niners had an option to stop Patrick Mahomes' Chiefs from, you used the word a second ago, thank you, inevitably marching down the field to score the game-winning touchdown. And like, oh, well, you know, they went for it on, on fourth and one from their own 34 because they knew what they needed. Like, that, that bothers me so much. It's like you should always be in an aggressive mindset whether you have the ball first or second. You don't think the Niners were trying to score a touchdown the first time out? And on fourth and one, Guess what? The Niners could have stopped them. 
that's like the right. idea of you know what you need is such a made that's up true. like invented like mindset. It's like no, the Niners took the ball first because hey, shout out to Matt Hasselbeck. We want the ball, we want to we're going to score. The Niners took the ball we're first. We're going to score. Try trying to score score a touchdown. They did not. Exactly. But they did kick a field goal. They could have stopped the Chiefs. They didn't. Game over. Chiefs win. Drive home safely. Let's talk about the dynasty. Let's not make up another reason. See, Michael, I didn't realize how big your anti-Kyle Shanahan fan club actually no, was. No, no, it's, no, it's not let's that. Not, I'm not let's there. Let's not make up another reason to I'm criticize Kyle Shanahan. Him blowing three even... double-digit leads in the Super Bowl as either coordinator or head coach is plenty of reason bring to that criticize up Kyle Shanahan. I'm I wasn't going there. Preemptively. Preemptively. And listen, it up. No, but no. That's, that's plenty Shanahan. of reason to criticize Kyle Shanahan. But 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 receiving the ball to start overtime? What if the Chiefs go down and score a touchdown on the first possession of overtime and the Niners get stopped on the second possession? Then they're gonna say, oh well, you know, you should have took the ball first and put the pressure on the Chiefs. Like I hate it when people pull right. shit out their oh, ass. Oh, exactly. Trust me. As somebody who pulls shit out his ass oh, all the no time. Question. Why do people do this? That was not a mistake. This is not a storyline. The Chiefs won. They won it. The Niners didn't lose it. The Chiefs won it because they're the Chiefs. And we can talk more about them. No question. After you go ahead and hey, I was gonna crap say. on Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> no, you. No, no, no. Because I'll tell you, Kyle Shanahan is not on my list. He, he's not high on my list today. I know you're surprised by that. And man, I'm such shocked. an easy. That's low-hanging fruit for somebody. Somebody will take it, not me, not today. Uh, the game was great. It was tremendous. Uh, one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen. Top five. Goes to my top five. And I know five, you fill up five quickly, but I'm comfortable putting, I'll put both overtime wow. games, which which yeah. Kyle Shanahan was a part of both of them. But, but, but listen, I'm, I'm, not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to hate. I'll put both overtime games in, in my top five. I agree with you that people will they'll play both sides of it, whatever fits the argument. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, the, the uh, famous last dance statement where Michael Jordan says, and I took that personally talking about George Carl. So George yeah. Carl, for those who don't remember, George Carl went into a restaurant that Jordan was eating at with Ahmad Rashad, probably NBA, NBC, NBA on NBC shot out there. <laughs> of course, it was Ahmad Rashad eating dinner. George Carl, coach of the Seattle Supersonics, doesn't acknowledge Jordan at dinner. And Jordan says, I took that personally. You know, if George Carl had gone up to Michael Jordan at dinner, Jordan would be like, I'm having dinner. And this dude came over <laughs> and arrogantly interrupted my dinner. And I took that right. personally. Like, you, you can't win. You can't win. I will say this, though, Michael. If you were in that situation, if you were Kyle Shanahan, what would you have done? I'll bet you, Coach Michael Smith, would have kicked off to Patrick Mahomes because that's the thing. Not because it's, oh, it's Patrick Mahomes. I know what I need. That's that's generally what teams do these days. They, they'll defer. They'll kick it off. I want to put the defense on the field. I want to get a feel for the overtime. You know, all that chatter. Um, so yeah, but but it's not I but it's not a new game, but it's not a new game. Here's where it's not a new game. It's not a new game insofar as you've only already played 60 minutes. You already have a feel for each other. You already have a feel for your team, and what your team though. is doing well or or how the, how regulation or how regulation just ended right? How regulation just ended is a factor. Your personnel is a factor. Their fatigue is a factor. The Niners were dropping like flies. I'm still sick to my stomach over Dre Greenlaw. Not an excuse. Yeah. That's just the freakiest, most unfortunate thing I've seen oh, in a that's long bad. time. 
But, oh, but nonetheless, that, that really, that the sucks. decision by Kyle Shanahan is not one of simply I'm going to defer or kick off um, to the Chiefs just because that's the way it's typically done at the start of a new game. I'm going to take the ball or kick the ball based on what I know about my team right now. Like, you know, the thing that always bothers me and this goes back to Dan Campbell when there was a big, you know, to do about Dan Campbell and, you know, him eschewing field goals and going for it on fourth yeah. down against these very 49ers. And they always talk about trusts and, you know, like, oh, you know, you got to trust your kicker or trust your mm-hmm. offer. Like, whenever you make a decision, you're trusting somebody. So if you don't bring out the kicker, you're trusting the Take offense. Take your time. Preach if you it. go for it on fourth Preach. down, it's not that you're not trusting the defense. You're trusting the yeah. offense. So in this you're instance, I know this is something that just bothers all of you because none of you can contemplate the idea of Patrick Mahomes, excuse me, of Brock Purdy as anything more than a jag, as in just a guy. But he was saying, oh, you know what I want to do? I want to go out and I want to dictate. I want to go out and maybe I got another first 15 plays. I want to go out. I want to dictate the the, the, the the start of overtime by scoring the first points by having the ball first because here's the other thing talking about the idea again. It's so stupid. You know what you need. You need to score. Guess what? Scoring wins the game. You need to score. So, okay, the Niners, but for a, a defensive holding call on Kansas City would have been up shit's creek without a paddle because they'd have punted on the first possession overtime and the Chiefs would have only needed a field goal to win. Okay? Yeah, so yeah, it's right. when you're in overtime, even though it's not sudden death, you still need to score and score touchdowns. You need to score. Field goals are your yeah, last resort. And so whether he kicked well, it off or, or received it first, he did what he thought was best. He thought he knew what he thought was best in that situation. And what was best is to put the ball in Brock Purdy's hands and let him go down for a touchdown, which they almost did. But unfortunately, yeah. he had to settle for a field goal. And then the Mike. best player in the league did what the best player in the league does. And he drove down the field, sh- sure as day, into a game winning touchdown and into the history books. Like, this was gonna, Patrick Mahomes was gonna Patrick Mahomes. Period. And there's nothing Kyle Shanahan or anybody else at this point in the NFL can do about that. That's the storyline today. Not whether he kicked or received. It is the fact that Patrick Mahomes is unstoppable right now. This team went from having the most drops in the NFL this year to holding a third Lombardi trophy. Michael Holly, please explain that to me. Please explain that to me. How, How this team, how this team won the Super Bowl. This isn't the, this isn't the 2001 New England Patriots. I'm not saying they're not talented. They're one of the best defenses in the league all year. They have Patrick Mahomes. They have Travis Kelsey. They have Andy Reid. They're a great team, but this was not the best iteration of said great team. Like when we look back right. on this dynasty, this will more than likely be the worst version. And it's but that's what it with takes. all due respect to that defense, right? This is about the that's brilliance of the takes. Chiefs, not a dumb mistake by Kyle Shanahan. So I just want to close that conversation. Back to no, you. No, no, you're right. You're right. And and I don't think and it sounds like and I'm I was being serious when I said Kyle Shanahan is not high on my list of the reasons uh, that the that the Kansas City Chiefs have their third Lombardi in the last five years. The reason uh, Patrick Mahomes has his third Super Bowl MVP in the last five years as well. It's not Kyle Shanahan. He is not high on my list, but I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that about the Chiefs and how this is not their best team. If you're going to be a dynasty in the NFL, mm-hmm. you got to have enough depth and breadth where you're, if you got five, if you got six, 
Number six might be, like, that might be the lowest on your list. Number one might be your best. Number three, so, somewhere in the middle. That's what a dynasty is. They're not right. all going to be the not, same. Right. right. You got to be able to figure it out. All, and they're all, all going to have all different Stevie, All of Stevie Wonder's albums, like, they're all brilliant, but they're different degrees yes. of brilliance. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, right. Right. Shout out. <laughs> Everything can't be songs in the key of life. They all can't. That's the best one. I don't care what y'all say. That's the best one. Um, but you know what? They're not the 2003, 2004 Patriots. They're probably the, I, I got 2018 Patriots vibes mm -hmm, from this mm -hmm, team throughout mm -hmm. the season. They were underdogs in every significant game. They beat Miami at home. Okay, fine. But they went on the road. They're underdogs to Buffalo. Shouldn't have been. Underdogs to Baltimore. We know now. Shouldn't have been. Underdogs to San Francisco in the Super Bowl. Shouldn't have been. They lose a couple of years ago. Tyreek Hill is out. What are you going to do without Tyreek Hill? Last they year, they lost their trade Tyreek Hill. And, you know, and this is what's crazy <laughs> on, to me. Man. This is what's on, crazy man. to me. This is why Patrick Mahomes is on that. He on some other. He's on something else. He on something else. You know who their second leading receiver was last year? You know who drew the the last major year? penalty Juju to Smith win? Yeah, Juju. Juju. Last year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Juju, that's who? I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, I saw him. I saw him with the Patriots. Can't play. I mean, he just can't play. I mean, like he's just a guy. He's just a dude. He ain't. He's less than a dude, football-wise. Humanity, great. I, I'm sure he's a humanitarian. But as a football player, nothing's there. Patrick Mahomes resuscitated him, made him credible and viable, and now Miko Hardman, who began as a Jet. Who started the year as a New York Jet yeah. is now catching the winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. This is on Mahomes. This is a Mahomes. It's a masterpiece. We started with him. We start there. So, I, I, you're right. If if Kyle Shanahan had done something different, okay, maybe we have a different we have a different journey. Or, or to the look, same. Conclusion. Or I'm gonna go. That's exactly right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Morpheus in the Matrix. Know what happened? Happened and couldn't have happened any other way. Like, like, like this was like Patrick Mahomes was going to find a way. And speaking of Nicole Harbour, that that one rollout where Patrick Mahomes rolled left and flicked it across the field to Nicole Harbour, the, the long play, that was the by far the most exciting. You know, Travis Kelsey had a couple of plays, especially in the second half. Once he got Andy Reid's attention. Um, that was by far the most exciting um, pass from Patrick Mahomes last night that I can recall off the top of my head. I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, right. the, the right. touchdown off the muff punt and game-winning touchdown pass notwithstanding. I mean, in terms of distance, degree of difficulty, so on and so forth. Point yeah, yeah, being, yeah. and last time I was on the show, which has been a minute, um, I think we talked about another pet Good to see you, by Use the way. your legs. Good to Good see to you. See you. Uh, use your legs. Use your legs, you know, as if you could run with some other appendage, or there's other some other part of your body that allows you to run other than your legs. But 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 last night, Patrick Mahomes used his legs last night, and that's what makes this dude so damn frustrated. He's as good a scrambler, not runner. I'm not saying he's Lamar Jackson, but he's as good a scrambler as he is in the NFL. Like those 333 yards were like, those those are kind of whole hum 333, you know. 
you know, other yeah. than other than the coincidence of the address of Allegiant Stadium. I mean, it wasn't stacking. Okay, it was fine. Just stacking. It was fine. Just yeah, stacking. It, was, it was okay. What it wasn't special. Stacking. Another good day at work. You know, right? It, it, it was the, it was the, it was coming in, putting the money, putting the money on top of the little the container on top of the refrigerator. We get we made a little bit more money today. We got yeah. you know, this, now we have it's a now, bit now we have three hundred million now we have three hundred million and seventy dollars. You know, it's it just like it just it was fine. As a passer, he was fine. He managed the game. As a runner, he was dynamic. And and, and to me, I, I we'll get into Brady conversations in a second. I'm sure. But to me, man, I just I see so much Steve Young because you know I've said this for years that the mm. baddest motherfucker on the planet for my money, yeah. mm. like for for at his peak was early yeah. to mid '90s Steve Young. At his peak, early to mid '90s Steve Young, you wanted no parts of that. He like, and I'm seeing a lot of that from Patrick Mahomes, a right-handed Steve Young, where it's like, oh my God, the dude. Just he knows what he's doing cerebral uh, from from a cerebral standpoint. He understands right. how to. He understands the system. He understands defense. He can pick you apart. And oh, by the way, if he gets if it's necessary, it's like you know what, man. Let me just go grab this first down right quick. Let me. I don't even know the last time Patrick Mahomes actually ran. He's jogging half the times. He's scooting. And let me just go slide. Let me get out of bounds right fast. Let me just make a play. Oh, let's let, let's break out an RPO and I'll bust off a twenty-two yarder when I have to. It's just right. his. He has so much ability until it's simply unfair to have to deal with this dude. He's got all the tools. He's got all the he answers. He's got everything in there. He's he's got a Batman Batman belt. A worth of utilities. It's incredible what he's able to do when he needs to do it. And and you know you talk about the, the RPO and the slide. Sometimes if it calls for it, he'll put his head down. <laughs> he'll put his head down and try to drive you, you for know? those those extra extra two if, if if it's necessary. But he got he's got all those um, he's got all those traits and characteristics. And then let's just bring in something else: competitive competitiveness. Like yeah. it's one thing and I just want people to pay attention to that. I always say that I say that whether it's football or anything else. I say a skill a great skill to have is to give a damn is to really give mm-hmm. a damn about what mm-hmm. you're doing to be into mm-hmm. it. So there's some there's some people in sports it's like availability journalism. It's like the best ability is availability ability and giving right. a damn availability and giving a damn go hand in hand. I, I love that. Right. You're absolutely right. There's some people yeah. in athletics in football and in journalism who got all the talent in the world. But they don't give a damn enough. They don't care enough. So when you give a damn that just fuels that just takes you to another level and he's got that thing. He's got it. And I'm not saying this Mike. I'm not. I'm really not trying to be messy here. I'm not. <laughs> no. You gotta think I am. No. Yeah, especially after 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 you qualified it. <laughs> after you said I'm not trying to be messy. Messy stuff is coming. No disrespect, but no, no, Mike, disrespect Mike, is coming. So what's the no? What's, it's the, not. what's the what's the what you about to say? There's a reason, though. Seriously, there's a reason. I thought about this. There's a reason San Francisco has not won this Super Bowl. That didn't win this game. And like we can talk mm-hmm. about. Everybody's going to do this. Talk about Patrick Mahomes. We're doing it now. Patrick Mahomes is amazing. Patrick Mahomes, you can't beat him. Well. There were opportunities to beat Patrick sure. Mahomes yesterday, sure. including 
the first drive of the third quarter. Hey, they doubled it up. They came down. It's not the touchdown that they wanted, but they got some points on the board. They get the ball started third quarter, and hey, they could do it. And watch out. Here come the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, it didn't work out that way. Uh, mm-hmm. They looked a little uh, scattershot. Maybe they were enjoying Usher at halftime like the rest of us. Uh, not a great start to the third quarter for the Kansas City Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes turns it over. So, well, all this, all this praise for Mahomes, it was 10-3. It yeah. They had the ball. They, yeah. they had opportunities they didn't take advantage of. And really, if you think about San Francisco, so San Francisco, we heard it. Uh, casual fans, just to remind you, casual fans out there who are listening, watching us, if, if San Francisco won the Super Bowl, they'd be tied with the most ever. That's six, along with the Patriots and Steelers. Six. But think about this, Mike. I know you're a football, a Super Bowl historian. First time San Francisco won the Super Bowl, uh, it was a goal line stand. Hacksaw, Reynolds, and others. Yeah. Goal line stand. Kept mm-hmm. Cincinnati out of the end zone. Second time they won the Super mm-hmm. Bowl, they only lost one game that year. They uh, won game that year. Joe Montana. 1984. Kind of like, uh, he had 333 yards, something like that. Three touchdown yeah. passes, touchdown run. Yeah. Okay. The third time they won the Super Bowl. It was Montana to Taylor. Hey, isn't that John Candy in the nice. stands? That's how legend goes. yards. Yeah. Right. Fourth time they won it. That wasn't even a game. Right. 55. Right. They dropped 55. Right. And the last time they won it, six touchdown passes from your guy, mm-hmm. Steve Young. Point is, you go to the Super Bowl, you got to do something. It's, can't, it's not about playing your best and playing a clean game. That's obvious. Okay, after you do that, play your best. You got to be extraordinary. Something extraordinary has to happen either from your best players or somebody you don't expect. It's got what was the extraordinary thing that San Francisco did yesterday? They were fine. They were fine. No, no, actually, actually, they weren't fine. Actually, because the other because it's what you're saying, but it's also you can't lose on special teams the way that they did. You know, oh. like you can't have talk about knowing what you need. You and don't, can't blame have, don't blame no, Ray Ray. Don't blame Ray. No, he, no, he, him. Try, he tried to recover what would have been a muff. No, he, he did the right thing. But but nonetheless, right. that led to their prior before the game winning touchdown. That was the only touchdown of the game was off a short field was off a sudden change off a muff punt. That was the only touchdown. You know, like they were awful in the red zone Kansas City for the most part, you know, like Pacheco fumbled. Mahomes threw his first interception and in forever in the postseason like that. They were not they were, You're right. They were far from perfect, but San Francisco had way too many penalties. San Francisco had, you know, the muff punt, the missed extra point. San Francisco not only didn't do anything extraordinary to your point, but they allowed how many times you, you, you like Eddie Murphy and Raw. How many times you have some ugly team that just keep hanging around and <laughs> just let the Chiefs keep, keep hanging around. And that's what so there is a skill right. to Patrick Mahomes being down 10 and not being out. I mean, like, no, he was not. There were opportunities to beat him. But when you don't see him, he's going to he's going to make you pay for him. He's going to make you pay for him. And that's what he did. That's what he did. And you know, and it's not just it's not just these guys. It's not just, uh, you know, the usual suspects, it's not just, you know, McCaffrey and Debo and IU Kittle Kittle was very quiet. And I, and I think that's the easy thing to do to say, well, hey, what do you expect when your stars don't step up? Well, 
I know. I, I, I don't know. I, I told you this is one of my top five Super Bowls. One of my top five Super Bowl catches does not involve John Stallworth and the uh, and Lynn Swan and the acrobatic catches of the 70s and, and early 80s. You know, one of the best catches I've seen was from Mario Manningham. One of oh, the yeah. best throws That's one and of the best catches. Throws and catches. Yes. Eli 100%. Manning to Mario yes. Manningham. Yes. And it yes. was just, it was like the ball was divinely guided into the mm-hmm. hands of Manningham, who negotiated the sideline. And you're like, who the hell's Mario Manningham? That's the point. Sometimes in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, it's a guy you're like, well, that who was, is this? But that dude? was Jawan Jennings. That was Jawan Jennings for a minute. Like, Jawan Jennings was having the, the, the game of his life for San Francisco. I mean, they had, they had they that. At one at a crit at any critical moment, they needed somebody to make you go to make you turn you into a mouth breather. Honestly, yeah. man, I'm not. Uh-huh. I'll be honest with you. I'm not. <laughs> this is not it. an excuse. I know what you said about San Francisco and their fans, which for the record, I'm not one of I've told y'all I'm not a fan of any team. I, know. I root for it's stories story. and I root against Michael Holly. Those that's what I root for. I appreciate I root that. for stories. And I root against Michael Holly. There's a lot of love. So this here. was about this Niners thing for me was way more about the Eagles than it was about the 49ers. This Brock Purdy thing is about people who don't know shit about football talking about football. That's what that's why I'm on this Brock Purdy thing. So but Michael has pointed out that those of us who are invested in the 49ers tend to find all sorts of reasons, explanations, or, you know, excuses for why things don't go the 49ers way. This is not one of those times, but I, I but Dre Greenlaw losing Dre Ooh. Greenlaw the way that they lost Dre Ooh. Greenlaw. I'm not saying look, we've already talked about Mahomes is inevitable. So this isn't a reprise of, you know, if Purdy's elbow uh, you know, hadn't exploded thanks to Hassan Reddick, which, you know, again, Kyle Shannon decided to block him with, I believe, a backup tight end, not even George Kittle. Um, if that doesn't happen, then the Niners win the NFC Championship last year. That, that's not what this is. But Dre Greenlaw might have been on his way. The way he was playing, he might have been on his way to doing what you're describing or what you're, what you're saying that the Niners needed more of. He might have been on his way. He might have been on his way to that. Yeah, man, that was devastating. And the way he went out, when he went out, devastating. Absolutely. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. It was tough to watch. It was tough to watch. I mean, a lot of guys, and I'm sure now, this is not just a San Francisco thing. I'm gonna cross sports a little bit. One of the things that uh, hockey fans love that I find annoying, but hockey fans love this. At the end of the season, every hockey team does this. Whenever they get eliminated, they just tell you all the things that guys are playing with, you know, like and they punctuated with they punctuated yeah. with he's a hockey yeah. player. Like one year, yeah. Patrice Bergeron in Boston, a, he had a punctured lung, you know, like he, punctured <laughs> lung, exactly. <laughs> right, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, damn it, he shouldn't have been out there in Game Six. <laughs> punctured lung, <laughs> take his ass to the <laughs> hospital. What are you doing? Right. Who cares about Lord Stanley's cup? Take him to the hospital. He's playing with a punctured lung. Then y'all are reckless. Right. Okay, <laughs> this is some malpractice. Everybody, all of y'all are accountable. Anyway, I, I know if, if San Francisco wanted to, they could do something like that. I mean, I know Debo Samuel. There's no way Debo Samuel should have been back in that game yesterday. Props to him. Mm-hmm. That, that was a yeah. major, just a major injury he has, and he played out there uh, with a major injury. 
Greenlaw was probably dealing with something anyway. George Kittle, Kittle was, was dealing yep. with some. Went to the locker room and came back. Yeah. And I know, yeah. I know, uh, all teams have this at, the, uh, at this time of year. But I think San Francisco in particular was a little banged up. Now, if they're healthy, do they win the game? Uh, you know, probably the same result. Probably lose. But I do want to give them. I do want to give them credit. And I and I feel, I feel for a guy like Greenlaw who's just. You know, it's a non-contact injury. You're just there on the sideline. You're excited to get back on the field, yeah. and then your Achilles goes out. It's, uh, it's just, it's tough. Yeah, to see. I, th- I mean, this and this is why I was so fired up off the top about the did Shanahan mess up by receiving the opening kickoff to start overtime? Because I just, I don't. Again, I, and I know the stat about Shanahan. I know this is his third double-digit lead that he's held in the Super Bowl. Um, but I would point out that if you're going to lose three double-digit leads, losing two to Patrick Mahomes and one to Tom Brady is probably more about the other guy than it is about you. Are there, are there yeah. plays he could have called differently? Absolutely. But he didn't lose them to just anybody. I mean, he lost them to, you know, maybe the two best ever, which, again, we'll get to that in a second. But the reason I was so fired up about, about that idea is this is not one of those games. This is not one of those games that, you know, for sports talk, television, producers, whereas like, you know, did the Chiefs win it or did the Niners lose it? You know, whenever there's a comeback, whenever somebody's, you know, leading earlier in the game and they lose said lead or there's always that, you know, how much of the blame pie, blame or credit? You know, I, I don't think that's what this is. I mean, I think both both teams played hard, Rasheed Wallace. Both <laughs> teams played hard. And honestly, God I don't think this is one night. of those. <laughs> I don't think this is one of those games <laughs> where you point to things. I mean, did San Francisco make mistakes? Yes, they did. So did Kansas City. You know, Kansas City did not play its best game. Um, but that's what they have going for them right now. Like, they don't... This is not their best team. They didn't play their best game, and yet they find ways to win. I just didn't like the idea of conveniently blaming Kyle Shanahan when we should be crediting the brilliance of the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick well, Mahomes in we particular. Say, that, that was... So, we so we, we're, we're kind of saying the similar things here. That's why, that's why I went off the start. Well, let me ask you. Uh, we say this is not Kansas City's best team. We agree. Uh, anybody's watched them in there. Well, well, their I, well you know what? I'm sorry. Let me take that back. Let me take that back. Let me take that back. Most this is, talented. This is, this, is, this is me. No, not, I'm not, no, not even that. This is me self-editing in real time. It's not their most exciting team. I think for years, okay. we looked at Patrick Mahomes putting up 5,000 yards, uh, high 4,000s, and, you know, regular season MVP, which he was just last year. This year's offense was much more of a grinded out offense, a power offense um, that we all know about the receivers. I cited it earlier, dropping more passes than anybody. It was a frustrating offense. It wasn't fireworks on offense. They had one of the best defenses in the league all season. So I, I guess all I should season. say this is a different Kansas City Chiefs team and than what we associate with Andy Reid or Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey. This is more of a gritty team. This is more of a grimy team. This is more of a dirty work lunch pail team. There's that cliche. Yeah. Then I think we, we would associate with the brand of the Kansas City Chiefs. But versatility is now their calling card. That's their brand, versatility. They win in a number of ways, at quarterback and across the board. And you know what? Mahomes might say, oh, it's not, you're right, Michael Smith. Uh, this is This team is not as exciting as uh, uh, other versions of the Kansas City Chiefs, but I know more now. I know more mm-hmm. now at 28 mm-hmm. than I did the first time I won the Super Bowl. I mean, he's even said that in interviews, and I don't know if he's 
being humble or if he's telling the truth where he's like when he first got into the league, he really couldn't read defenses. He wasn't really trying to do that. And so now just his what's between his ears is, is a lot more complex and a lot more sophisticated than it was when he first got to the, uh, when he first got to the Super Bowl like year year three uh, of his career. So maybe he feels like he's better now than he was in. But I'm going to ask you maybe San Francisco is San Francisco. Maybe this is not their best team either. If Brock Purdy actually grows up Brock Purdy still a young player. So it's not very often guys in year two uh, get to the Super Bowl quarterbacks and and if you think they got a good team if you think it's a good player in a good system maybe Brock Purdy in year three Brock Purdy in year four kind of changes the complexion because we've seen this happen before maybe change or or do you think he's Reached I, his ceiling. I think he's plenty good. In, I mean, no, I, I don't think it's either. I don't think he's reached his ceiling. I think he can still get better. Hell, he's better this year than he was last year. I think he can still get better. Um, I, but I don't think that yesterday was about what Brock Purdy couldn't, can't, or didn't do. Um, well, I'd say I think he was pretty, say he was was pretty good didn't. enough to win. Well, no, yeah. but I'm saying it's no, but he didn't, but it wasn't because he just. This is interesting. I like Tony Romo a lot. I've known Tony Romo a long time. I found it fascinating how much Tony Romo was talking about nerves. Prior to the opening kickoff, he talked about nerves. I think at one point he even said that Brock Purdy is not going to be able to breathe. I'm like, it's a little, it's a little hyperbolic, just a little bit. And, yeah, <laughs> Brock Purdy, and maybe, bro, you know. and maybe you're, you're projecting. <laughs> maybe you're projecting. You beat um, me to it. You beat me to it. You beat me to it. Yeah, because yeah, you didn't play. You didn't make this it. This is not game. gang up. This is not gang up on Shelby Day. I'm not gonna do that to my man. However, I've known Tony since his first start yeah. in the NFL. I like Tony. And um, you know, I got. But having said I, that, I, you know, I got a lo- I got a lot of love for him too. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, one I, of the I, first I things that. he told me, I, I, I'll tell a quick story. One of the first things he told me when I met him, this would have been 2006 at Carolina. I covered his first start when he replaced Drew Bledsoe. And we were talking and when he found out that I lived in New England and you know, we talked about my background and I started the Boston Globe. One of the first things he said was in preparation for taking over the job. He read Patriot Reign. So he, he, he got a lot from Tom Brady uh, by way of Michael Holly's first of many New York Times bestsellers. So that's how we go back Thank with you. Tony. Thank you. Tony. Um, anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, no, I think Patrick. I think uh, Brock Purdy is was plenty good enough last night and is good enough to win a Super Bowl. There were two passes that come to mind. One was the the incompletion prior to the go ahead field goal in overtime. Yeah, the other was an incompletion. I forget when it was in the game. I'm you know, I'm, I'm begging pardon on that. Where Chris Jones got on Samuel him? both yeah. instances. Chris Jones got on him. Chris if Jones. I'm not mistaken, the incompletion uh, if I'm not mistaken, but I know he was under pressure. To I believe I, it was Chris Jones. The in- one was right. to IU, one-, one was to Debo. Right, so it was Debo going this way, which is overthrowing the end zone, and the other one was the incompletion prior to the uh, the go-ahead field goal. That was Ayuk. Right. Both, I-, I believe both of them were. He was pressured by Chris Jones. He right. was, now could could he make? I don't. Maybe he is capable of making that throw next year and beyond. I don't know. Difficult throw with Chris Jones bearing down on you to be accurate in those situations. So Chris again, Jones not making excuses. It was thank you. Thank you. Was a That's monster what I'm saying. Yesterday. Hats off 
hats off to Chris Jones more so than it's about and hats yeah. off to Steve Spagnola. We haven't said his name this entire show so far. Hats off to the Kansas City Chiefs elite defense more so than it is about what Brock Purdy is or is not it's at this point in his career. It's interesting. I, you know what? I'm just gonna. I'm. A, I have no. I hope I'm wrong on this. This is this an observation I've had throughout the playoffs, throughout the season, and I brought it up before, kind of like being a little sarcastic, but I think there's something there. I think there's something there between Kyle Shanahan and Steve Wilkes, and I think one of the changes San Francisco will make. I hope I'm wrong. I think they're going to go in a different direction. I think Steve will. I think they're going to go in a different direction with Steve Wilkes. Mm. It's just, it's a la, It's a, it's not a personality thing, because Steve Wilkes. Mm. You ever talk to Steve Wilkes? I mean, people like rave about Steve Wilkes, the dude. Sure. Should have players. Yeah, love they, him. they love the guy. Yeah. I think it's a philosophical thing. I, I think when it comes down to it, and and I think it would be best for Wilkes, and best for Kyle Shanahan. Because I know, and I know you do too. Like, I know when I'm working with people or if I work for someone, I know when they don't trust me. They don't have to say mm-hmm. anything. I know I'm very, I'm yeah. very instinctive. I just I yeah. pick it up. I know I can tell you who trusts me and who doesn't. People I work with. And I don't think Kyle Shanahan trusts Steve Wilkes. Like, there are many times throughout the season, like, he was about, I'm serious, he was about to take the fall in that first half of Detroit. Kyle Shanahan put that on, he put that on Steve Wilkes. He put it on. Yeah. And yesterday, you know, he called that timeout and he's like kind of talking into like, he's, you know, covering his mouth. And, and Romo, now Romo got this one right. He was like, yeah, he didn't like what Steve Wilkes was doing there. Wilkes is going to bring on pressure. Kyle didn't want it. I just feel like they're not really on the same page philosophically no, when it I, comes to their defense. D'Amico Ryans has something different. Robert Sala had something different. And Steve Wilkes and Kyle Shanahan, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they make some kind of personnel change. I'm just Well, I I, I too hope you one. I too hope you're wrong for Steve Wilkes' sake, at least from a professional reputation standpoint. I mean, if it's as dysfunctional as you're describing, and I don't doubt your instincts, if it's as, if it's as dysfunctional as you're describing then it might be best for Steve Wilkes to move on to go be great somewhere else, as we like to say around here. Um, yeah, I, I see what you're seeing, and I agree with it, but I do think it would be emotional, irrational, and convenient to to use Steve Wilkes as a fall guy for getting to the Super Bowl and holding Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs to 19 real points. I mean, the sudden change, okay, cool. Yeah, they could have stopped them, yeah, but I mean, tough. muff punch, short field, one play later, touchdown. Okay, but, you know, that counts against the defense. But Blown coverage. Four field goals. Blown yeah. coverage on that Blown one. coverage, yeah. From a, four field goals. But, from a, but it's also players. But it's also players. Yeah. It's players. Yeah. And I think what they won't do, and nor should they to an extent, because they have one of the best personnel departments in the league, hands down, but they won't look at the players and whether or not the right players were – you know, we're in the game or the right players on the roster. Even it'll always be where the right players in the right position, not even whether the, the right players executed. It'll be whether the right players were in the right position. But I agree with you. If somebody is going to take the blame, which I don't think anybody deserves blame 
for being on the wrong side of Patrick Mahomes in this instance. Um, it will be Steve Wilkes. You're right. That dynamic is is legit. But this but this is what greats do. This is what greats do. Great great players get other people fired. Great players yeah. leave other organizations in disarray. Great players leave other organizations searching for answers where there really are none. And the answer is simply you just have the misfortune of being in a, born, being born in the time of Achilles. So, but going back to storylines, Patrick Mahomes. Um, I, I, I think I said it passing in passing earlier. It's like we act like Tom Brady played in another era, you know. Where like, well, actually, technically, the first Tom Brady played in another era. That variant, the, the first Tom Brady variant, played in another era, uh, or played in a different style or system. And you could tell that when you juxtapose his first six-year stats with Patrick Mahomes' first six-year stats. Having said that, though. This conversation feels very premature um, when it comes to the path to the greatest of all time that Patrick Mahomes is on. And the reason I say it's premature is not because Patrick Mahomes is not on that level in terms of his ability or his or, 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 or his deliverability or his dependability. It's premature because seven is a long way away. Like Brady and Mahomes are making this thing seem so easy. So yeah. it's like, yo, you know how hard it is for him. To, like Patrick Mahomes right now has to double his career and then some to get to seven rings. Now I'm not a rings guy, but after the aforementioned twenty-eight to three. I said that Tom Brady unified the belt. I remember I, I said he unified the belt because I was one of those people who for the longest time, I matter of fact, I, I, I'll go so far as to say I started it. I'll go so far as to say I was the first person to say it. That Brady was the greatest quarterback, but the greatest performer at the position was Aaron Rodgers. Okay? After 28-3, to 3, I stopped saying that shit because there was no distinguishing and there was no distinction between Brady's results and his play. And I thought that did a disservice to Brady to act as though right. he just was like fortunate to be winning all these games. When you actually watch Brady, nobody played the position better than Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers may have a stronger arm than Tom Brady, not by much. Aaron Rodgers at his peak may have been more mobile. There may, may still be more mobile than Tom Brady. Certainly Patrick Mahomes is, but nobody played the position better than Tom Brady. So it would take a lot, not just eight rings, not just seven rings, even though one of them came at Mahomes' expense, not just seven rings. It would take a lot for me to ever put Mahomes or anybody else unseen or unborn at this point ahead of Tom Brady because Brady checked every single box. Every single box that you need from a quarterback, Brady checked it, okay? There was no, I mean, he, he, he wasn't mobile. He wasn't, he wasn't a runner. But he was doing that, it too, other than not he? being a runner. Other than not being Except a runner, well, no, Mahomes is. I guess the only thing but I'm saying he has a long way to go. Longevity. longevity. He, longevity. He, he has a long way to go. He's the only box he hasn't like, checked. So, so, that, so that's why I say he's LeBron to, to, to Brady's Jordan. People have compared Mahomes to Jordan. I don't think he's. I don't think. I don't think he's Jordan. I think he's more LeBron. Here's what I mean by that. Jordan to me, I said. I said he's the goat. And he's and, and now I said it. most people he's most people's goat. He's my goat. I'm not giving it to anybody else. I told you like LeBron for me 
I didn't care if he won six or seven rings. Now he's the all-time leading scorer. I, I said I'm not putting LeBron ahead of Michael Jordan. Now, by the way, sidebar. I'm sure there are plenty of people that right now could poke holes in what I'm saying even before I finish my point and say, well, wait a second, why are we talking about Kareem? Why are we talking about Magic? Why are we talking about Kobe? Why are we talking about Steph? Stop. That's not the no, point of this. That. That's not the point of no, this. No, no. Just not stay with that. me here. Just Stop. stay with me. I'm not, it's yeah. not a, this is an yeah. analogy. This is not a basketball not, great yeah, conversation. Right, right. We're not doing I'm it. simply not saying doing that from the day he came out of St. Vincent, St. Mary, it was Michael Jordan, LeBron James was on this trajectory to being the greatest of all time. For people yeah. like me, he was never and has never reached Michael Jordan's status. But I said for others, if you wanted to say LeBron James was the greatest, I said this a while back, Going back to your T-shirt, Stevie Wonder yeah. and Prince. If Stevie you Wonder wanted to say that LeBron yeah. James is the greatest, I was not going to shout you down. Just as I prefer Prince, Michael prefers Stevie Wonder. But I don't know a bigger Prince fan than Michael than Michael Holly. Stevie Wonder hung the moon and the stars, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, so there's that. Stay with me here. I could see a world in which Patrick Mahomes wins four or five, maybe even six falls short of seven. And there's still a case to be made for some that he is the goat. Some will like that's that's to me. That's the trajectory that he's on. He's not it will. I don't anticipate him catching Tom Brady just because what Tom Brady did is so remarkably impossible until I don't know that Patrick Mahomes can double his career and then some. That's just that because because the bar is that high just for similar reasons. LeBron James probably was never going to reach Michael Jordan status and people like my eyes because we weren't going to let him do it. You follow what I'm saying, Michael? So I'm, I feel yeah, like yeah, a, I do like Patrick Mahomes yeah. is on track to, to, to not only approach Tom Brady in the, in the go conversation, but he is on track to just make the conversation obsolete. Does that make yeah, sense? And and yeah, and, and, and I, I agree with you. And the thing is, I like the way you said track. He's on track. They win the Patriots win the uh, Super Bowl, and they win it again in 2003, and they win it again in 2004. So if you're in a different time, we want to do what they did. So they won it in three and four years. We won it in three and five years. They're doing exactly the same things. Tom, like Patrick Mahomes is on the path. He's on the path. And he's he's right on target, unlike anybody sure. I've on seen pace. since. <laughs> on pace, yeah. but yeah. okay, there's some. They something different has to happen, and you don't know what that's gonna be. It's like the Patriots were in Super Bowls that Tom Brady lost. Yeah, so it's not there like a huge hey, gap. Mahomes, uh, he's gonna come back. Yeah, they had a ten year gap. They had a ten year gap yeah. between 04. And then they won it in 04 and they won it again in 2014. And right. crazy things happened. They they nearly went undefeated one year and lost the Super Bowl. And, and four years later, they're the they're the better team. Right. They lose again right. in 2011. Right. You know, they lose a conference championship game when they're at home. Right. And, you know, Tom, right. Tom Brady was a unanimous MVP. They were and 14 and two. They lose a play. They're losing the division. Oh, no, I'm round. sorry. Yeah, no, but but after the so, after the 18 and one season, he tears his ACL, missed the season. 
Like exactly. The point so, is, we take this thing for You're granted. Right. We take this for granted. A it's lot so hard. Has to happen. It's hard. It's difficult. And it's hard. A lot's got to go your way. A lot's like a lot. A lot of a lot of. Uh, moves need to be made. A lot of other teams need to continue to fall short. Like we talk about Mahomes as Thanos and being inevitable, but it's like, nah, man, like Joe Burrow ain't just conceding the AFC. You know, Josh Allen, like we could talk all we want about how Josh Allen can't do this and Lamar Jackson can't do this. I prefer to say they haven't done this to say that they Ooh. can't. Nice. I think it's premature. Nice. I think it's premature. So it's like right. you this there's still a loaded AFC and the rest of the NFL coming for these dudes. That's what makes this so impressive and so great. That's why it took 20 years because it wasn't that long ago when the Chiefs had a chance to repeat and Tom Brady denied them. It took 20 years for somebody to go back to back. This shit is hard. And to and to talk about Patrick Mahomes within the context of he's on track to 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 catch Brady. That track is long. This ain't the 100-meter dash. This is 1,600. This is a marathon, yeah. not a sprint. Yeah. This is going to take a long time and a lot of good fortune for him to catch Brady in terms of accolades and accomplishments. But, but, because I'm not a rings person, I will allow for the fact that that's not necessary for him to be the GOAT. He, I, I don't think you can, in good conscience, Proclaim Patrick Mahomes as the greatest. Now you could put him in your top five. You put him in top three. That's fine. But I don't think you can say he's the greatest now because, as I mentioned, Brady checks all the boxes beyond just rings. It's not a rings thing. This is a performance, production, and results thing. But there's going to come a point, whether he gets to seven or not, where people can make a legitimate argument for Patrick Mahomes to be the greatest. Yeah, and it'll, it'll be sooner rather than later. He's getting closer and yeah, closer. Getting, It'll be sooner rather than he's later. Getting, he's getting very, he's getting very close to having that conversation. Um, but I, I will say, and I, I, I think we got to point out, we put that chart back up, where it's the first six years of their careers, you know, Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady, and it's three rings apiece and zero yeah. MVPs. That's the key stat: zero MVPs. Right. Yeah, he, he wasn't playing like that. He wasn't playing like that. Right. He was. He, he so wasn't it's that different. guy. Right. Yeah. And so that's this what I, is that's where what I was referencing different era, different style of play, different where, scheme. Yeah. This is where Mahomes has an advantage. Mahomes has an advantage in that he's now now he's playing like the way he's playing now is the way the way he's playing now in Brady the Super played. Bowl is the way it's that the way Brady, Tom played, Brady early. played in the beginning of yes. his career. Correct. Correct. And and the way uh, Mahomes played at the beginning of his career is the way Brady played at the Brady end of his career. Brady played at the end. Yes. Yes, you know, my, my I man talked about that a couple weeks ago. In a, I think we talked about, Super Bowl yeah, we talked about that. Right, it, right. Yeah, lose a That's Super the Bowl, part. You, you throw 500 plus yards. So, so here, here's here's the Magic Johnson aspect of it. Here's the Magic because 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 if Brady's Jordan, he didn't go six for six or seven for seven as it were. Brady lost three, and all three of them could have gone the other way just as easy as his first three could have gone the other way, or I mean, yeah, hell, right. the ones he won. I mean, he came back from yeah. down 10 against Seattle, which at the time was the greatest comeback until he won up themselves down 28 to three. So I'm saying like this. He's in that rare, Mahomes is in that rare air, but like, let's not be such and this. And I, I look, I might be might as well be the warden in the jail for prisoners of the moment. Okay, like I'm big on you always got to stop me from being a prisoner of the moment on this here program, right? 
I'm saying let's not be such prisoners at the moment that we forget about a guy uh, and his greatness that and not to say anybody's forgetting about it. I'm probably exaggerating but like Brady just left like Mahomes got a long way to go a long way to go before and, he's approaching goat status and he may not get and there. Here's the That's the thing. reality of the situation. Here's the other thing. You know, you got a long way to go in football. You know what? Uh, you know what's hard? You know, winning a Super Bowl is hard. So is a plan till you're 45 or oh, the marriage. Marriage yeah. is hard. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. in the in the if you want to follow, you're the explorer and you're the historian. You're following what the Patriots did. Well, when it got to be around year 16, year 17 of that marriage, and I'm talking about Belichick and Brady. Oh, there was some friction there. They weren't sleeping mm-hmm. in the same bedroom anymore. Oh, that matter. As a matter of okay. fact, they weren't staying in the I'm same house <laughs> right, anymore. Right. No, no, yeah. I'm talking about like Brady Belichick. And so we're like, oh, this is great. You got Reed and Mahomes just like Brady Belichick. Well, Brady Belichick, they ran into, yeah. into some friction and they couldn't stand sure. each other after a while. So but do do they avoid that? Do they avoid the, e- well, do the egos? Well, well, but does Andy even stay? But first of all, I thought you meant his actual marriage. I thought you meant his actual marriage, yeah. which is also a thing. That's also a thing. I'm not wishing any any right. any any struggles, but like that's life. Life be life in. But a, and Andy's coming back. He's coming back for next year. How long does Andy continue to coach, as he continues to climb the ladder of greatest coaches of Who all time with, himself? Yeah. How do you deal he, he's with in that, that club? How long? How do yep. they reinvent themselves? How long does Travis Kelsey keep playing? Because the Brady. The Patriots, like maybe the better NBA NBA comp for Brady is Tim Duncan. When you talk about longevity, you talk about how they continue to reinvent around Tom Brady. So Brady not only played different styles, but did it with different coordinators, different, uh, different did it with different supporting cast, exactly, yep. different supporting so cast, Tim Duncan, different eras, yeah. all of that. Like so, do the are the Chiefs capable of reinventing themselves? So far, so good because we just talked about it. This team was more of a smash mouth physical defense, you know, running running football team. But what happens when Travis Kelsey decides to be Mr. Taylor Swift and a full time podcaster? Like what happens when he does leave? Like, what does it look like then? You know, I, I think Brett Veach is a fantastic uh, general manager. The Hunt family has been a, a great ownership group. We'll see how long Andy Reid stays around. We'll see who his successor is and how that works out because like, you know, the cow, the 49ers, I want to say the Cowboys, but not so much. That was Landry. The 49ers are kind of the, the blueprint in that regard. The 49er way, as they were able to go from Walsh to Seifert, they had some hiccups, but for the most part, they were able to maintain this consistent competitiveness, uh, you know, through different coaches. You know, Mariucci came and kind right. of, That's you right. know, brought, brought it back to prominence and what have you. That's hard to do. I mean, they didn't win Super Bowls really that whole time, but nonetheless, it's like we never we, we haven't seen the Patriots. We saw them post Brady. We haven't seen him post Belichick. We didn't have to see a Brady without a Belichick in New England. We saw what he did with Bowles in Tampa. You know, we have not seen a Mahomes absent an Andy Reid. Not saying he can't overcome that. Not saying he can't overcome Travis Kelsey walking away winning if he does. It's just that we haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah, I mean, cool. I, I, it's really great. I mean, you think about um, I was going to say egos egos will bring you down to whether it's your favorite football team or favorite musical group. Usually that's what gets in the way. 
Everything is going yeah. well. Everything is going smoothly. Somebody wants a different role. Somebody wants more money. Somebody is just tired of, you know, it, yeah. it's like the Scotty Pippen, the Scotty Pippen disease uh, as well. You know, listen, hey, why am I always, why am I, why, why am I always on the other side of the ampersand? It's, it's Mahomes and, well, why isn't it me and Mahomes? Just because, fool. <laughs> okay, that's not what you're supposed to be. And then everybody doesn't deal well with I, that. That might, the, that might have been Chris Jones' his last game. We just talked about how great Chris Jones, that might have been his last game as a Kansas City Chief. Yeah, he said, bring me back. He said last night, bring me back. And um, yeah, they should bring him back. But that Duncan they thing. They should, but will they? Yeah. Duncan, Duncan com- comes in with David Robinson. He raises up Ginobili and Parker. And then at the end, he raises up Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Okay. That, whoa. That's like, that's like a little slice of NBA history right there. And that's what it takes. Yeah. If Patrick Mahomes yeah. is going to get there and get to six or seven or eight, he's going to be a, a, a one man historian himself. Yeah, I remember playing with with these. I remember playing with Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. Right. And now right. maybe it's is it Rasheed Brock Rice Bowers. or no uh, Rasheed <laughs> Rice and else. Noah Gray or somebody. Yeah, right. uh, speaking of music. Let's roll some. I need some water. Um, we got to talk about halftime. Uh, and pop stars. Yes, we do. Pop stars that were in the building. Um, and I want to hear about Vegas. Oh, we Don't tell time. me what happens in Vegas. Stayed in Vegas. I want. I want to know how. You know. I need, Some I need. You might not think that a few simple words could make you crave McDonald's breakfast sandwiches, but if you listen closely to the sound of me saying McGriddles, McMuffin, you might be wrong. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Hear the highlights. I need to hear the highlights. Some of it did. Uh, we brought up two of our favorite artists, artists, maybe our two favorite artists, alongside Bob Marley and James Brown. Well, anyway, we talked about Stevie Wonder and Prince earlier. Um, I think you would agree that the best halftime show uh, was, is, and forever will be Prince in Miami, Super Bowl it's Forty One. Up there, it's up there. It's what's up, above man, it? There's so many oh, what's up there? What's up there with it? To me, it's, it's Prince and everybody it's tough, else. We can talk about everybody else, but it's like, tough to rank them. I mean, it's tough to rank. Oh them. no, it's not. How about, it's Prince and everybody else? <laughs> how, about my, how about MJ? How, how, how about MJ? MJ. Uh, it's Prince at, at, at and everybody time. else. Beyonce was great. You know, a lot, a lot of people have, have had awesome halftime shows. How it's about the Prince one we were at? And everybody else in Los Angeles. So, 
in Los so Angeles we were at, with Kendrick we Lamar right, and Dre. Right and next to each other. Mary J. That was like being at the club. That was awesome. To me, last night was shoulder to shoulder with that one. Usher's performance last night was very reminiscent and felt on par. Didn't see it coming. With I didn't Dre, see that coming. Eminem. Really? Nope. Why no, not? Because I, hey, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say it. Okay, well, okay, wait, I'm, I'm gonna say this, and I may, be, I may even. You're not, not, you're not, a, you're not yeah. an Usher guy. You're not an Usher guy. I mean, I was like, I was just like, okay, Usher. I'm not like, I don't go crazy over Usher. I've never, I've never seen Usher live. Okay, I've that's, never that's, gone that, that's something way. we gotta fix. So neither one of us have I, seen his residency in Vegas, which are that's not just in Vegas. I know he's performed all over, but apparently his shows are incredible. So incredible. In yeah. fact, I'm not going to tell you how much because I just, you know, I won't put my business out there. I got this American Express notification because okay. uh, this this is, you know, you get know uh, when my my daughter, my oldest daughter, Savannah, she like, yeah, I want Usher tickets. I'm like, girl, what you know about Usher? Usher, that's that's back. That's my music. That's back in my day. Oh, you like Usher? So I'm like a proud papa until I see this charge on my Amex for these tickets. So my daughter apparently oh. will be able to say that she has seen Usher in person. Um, <laughs> my man, <laughs> it's not she. She went wow. to TD Garden to see him. It ain't she. Uh, but when so, is that? Yeah. When's that happening? I don't know, man. I just, I just do what I'm told. I, I just, oh, I just. Okay. I don't. I am. Look, I, I'm, right, I'm Denzel and fences. I'm Denzel and fences. I come home. I put my seventy dollars on the table, and you, I don't know. I have nothing to do with my money. I don't know when it is or how they, how she get in there. I just, yeah. I just pay for it. So, you ain't. Anyway. Hey, you don't want to be Denzel and fences because he was doing more than that. He was, he was doing <laughs> more than coming too. home and putting his money That's on the table. That's true too. How about when you're not as, at as home? We, as we found I, out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Rose, come on, Troy. She makes me. I, I, I can, I can, I can laugh. I can laugh, Rose. I could be, I could be somebody else, Rose. Um, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, Usher. So you're not a big Usher guy, Usher. Huh? Yeah, not a big no, Usher I, guy. I, I really, I wasn't disappointed that you're he not was, about to disrespect uh, he her like you did Patty Labelle, are you? And you're I, not about to disrespect. No, 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 I'm not doing you're that. You're not about to Patty Labelle. Uh, okay, cool. Because I'm about to say, I wasn't like, disappointed. You know. Nor was I. Nor was I excited until. I saw the show. I was like, "Whoa!" Mm-hmm. And and like li- it was the little stuff that got me. All right, first of all, uh, just everybody looked great. Everybody sounded great. The choreography was next level. Oh, how about the skates? Yo, you come, you doing that in skates? <laughs> I mean, there was just so much. The the guest appearances. The guest it appearances. Had everything. Wow. It Alicia Keys really had it had it all. Alicia Keys. It had Alicia. It had Alicia Keys. Yeah. Had Alicia Keys. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Speaking of speaking of how how everybody looked great and the costumes, uh, Alicia Keys. Luda, Luda, Lil John. Let's change the There was Luda, Luda, Lil John, um, and Alicia Keys. Yeah, Alicia Keys. Her, I mean, like it was, um, it was it was outstanding on so many levels. Um, I did. I knew he would deliver. I knew he would put on a fantastic show. I was excited. Uh, to see him, I was excited for him. Like this was such a lifetime achievement performance, um, you know. Because because what to me it's like, if you're an Usher fan, you really enjoyed it. I think even if you're not an yeah. Usher fan, you could objectively appreciate uh, the halftime Definitely. show. But if you are if you somebody who grew up, and again, this is where our ten year gap comes in, you know, because um, <laughs> I I could say that I grew up 
with and on Usher in, in some respects. Like, you know, I went to high school in the mid to late 90s. You know what I'm saying? And so, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like, dude, been doing it for a long time. And last night was about just like, yo, my man got hits. My man got a catalog. My man has been putting in work and has managed to remain relevant, you know, decades and into his career. And I, and I love the like, yo, I'm a t- in case you forgot, I put y'all on to the A. I love that at the end where he, where he gave, you know, he's like, nah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take my flowers. <laughs> you know, I put y'all on right. to Atlanta. Um, and so just, but, but watching it, just all the, all the, the collaborations he's done, whether it was with Alicia Keys or Lil Jon or Ludacris, like, wow, this dude, he has made songs that like, he, he's, he's been the soundtrack to the last, and, and from an R&B standpoint, he's been the soundtrack to the last several decades uh, of black culture in many respects. So, well, that's saying a lot um, now. The, the soundtrack, the soundtrack. No, not the, not, 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 he's, not, been all, he's been on the soundtrack. He's been on it. Remember okay. back in the day, okay, you used to get the Above the Rim soundtrack? He's been, he had three, okay. four tracks on the soundtrack to Black America okay. in the last several decades. Right. Like, he is, he, okay. he is the culture. And I think we saw that last night. So I'm not saying it was necessarily better than the Dr. Dre show. It was different and, 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 and on the same it level. Was, like, I, I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed you know the what? Dre, Snoop, 50 Cent, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar show in L.A. They haven't <laughs> had a lot of misses. They haven't had a lot of misses, uh, a lot of misses with the halftime shows, and is it a coincidence that these games, these games and the halftime shows? I mean, think about the last three years, and the games have been great. Like this year's remember game they was used great. to last suck. Year, we, Do you remember the Super Bowl used to suck? Oh like, yeah, regularly, AFC like used to every go in year. There and get oh get like, out of here. Oh, it was so AFC would go in just to be warm bodies. Warm bodies. Whether it was against was uh, the Washington football was the team, was the streak, like, like consecutive years of the NFC, whether it was the Giants, yeah. the Washington football team, or the 49ers, people used to run rough shot over uh, the Cowboys, even against the Bills. Like, you know, after that one, yeah. you know, Scott Norwood game, excuse me, other than that, the Super Bowl used to be so boring in terms of just the games themselves. Yeah, the games have, the games the last three years have been great. In the last three years, you've had Usher, now, was Rihanna, that, no, wait, what? and and you had and you had the the one we talked about in L.A. the the, the superstar show out halftime wait, show in L.A. Was the game was the game really good yesterday, or yes. was the ending exciting? No, the game was great because I'm glad I'm glad we had this kind of game because generally. Yeah, most people, not a surprise to anybody, most people watch the Super Bowl at the end of the year, and these are people uh, who aren't watching during the regular season. So if your idea is to get more fans, to get more fans, I want to give them a realistic experience. It's not realistic to have, you know, uh, Eagles, Patriots, 40 to 33, even last year. Was it 35 to 30? I don't know what the final score was. It was a high scoring game back and forth Chiefs and Eagles. The reality is sometimes this is you got to you got to win a football game in the mud sometimes. And I think a casual Mm -hmm. fan, if you're going to come to this sport, I want you to know that sometimes this this is how games are won. And this is exciting too. this is just as exciting as the 50 to 47 kind of no defense type of game. So yeah, it was a great game. Yeah. Yeah, a lot no, of, was, lot of was, big plays. 
and defense Big can moments. be fun. Defense is fun. Um, but why did you well, going back to Usher just for a second? Why did you say it feels like six months ago? What do you mean by that? Oh, did it's you, just like that? because so much oh. happened in the game oh. after halftime. Oh, oh, like, oh right, right. Oh, right, wait a minute. Right. At the end of that game, I was like, oh, wait, yeah, we did see this. That happened it's kinda tonight. Like, it's kind of like the Justin, the Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson, which, by the way, was a great halftime show. Everybody well, remembers it for the, for, the, for the fashion. <laughs> I had my head down writing, too, at the time. Um, I did, too. Everybody talks Same about thing. the, uh, what what you call it, the fashion, not fashion full party. They had a word, uh, the phrase for it that they assigned oh, yeah. to it. Wardrobe malfunction. Wardrobe malfunction. Wardrobe malfunction. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. Wardrobe thank you, Michael. Malfunction. Wardrobe malfunction. And um, it just so a great one too. wouldn't I wouldn't I be writing wouldn't I have my hand you and me down. both you and me both are like this with Janet this is Jackson before social media is before social media has this a malfunction three 2004 if you missed it you missed it we're in a press box you know what we know but, but I feel to your like point, don't say no I feel like I'm that was the story of my life not, at no, that no, time don't, okay that's fine that Leave was the story there. of my life Leave at that there. time Leave it there. We didn't drool enough about Alicia Keys. Don't go get in no more trouble, okay? Um, <laughs> don't, right. don't talk about Jenny Jackson no more. Um, no, but but it's similar to that because the second half of Patriots Panthers, it's like uh, it was like who who wrote this? Somebody wrote this. It's like being in church and a fight broke out. Like the first half was mad quiet. The second half is like all hell broke loose. This game was was similar in that regard. Like oh, it did feel like in that game halftime was forever ago. Yeah, in that in that Patriots Panthers game. No points scored in the first and third quarters. All yeah. the points scored in the second and fourth. Just yeah, a crazy. really weird, a, a, a weird, a weird football game. But, and but so last like... night there was so much. There, like, yeah, okay, I forgot about. Not, I didn't forget about it, but it was the the halftime show was so far from my mind once we got to overtime, and so was. And I see you put this in your feed. So was the Travis Kelsey push or, or bump oh. on Andy Reid. It was like, yeah. oh, this is going to be a major story post game. Not really. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Well, just, we had too much, but we had too much stuff. No, you're right. And even in the moment, I know AJ Brown tweeted about it. Like in the, it, it seemed like there were, there were people picking sides in real time. And I, and again, 
all's well and ends well, and it doesn't matter because they won and Kelsey was big in the second half. But to me, I never had a problem with it. And I'm saying I can say that now, but I, even in the moment, I didn't have a problem with it because that's Chiefs. That's the culture of Chiefs Kingdom. Because that's how it, Andy Reid doesn't run a loose ship. But you know, Andy Reid is the most players coach. Let me say. Let me try to say it a different way. Andy Reid is a players coach without being tagged a players coach. Like players not only love Andy Reid, these dudes be out there like designing plays and doing all kind of wild shit in practice. Like it is such a player centric players centered yeah. environment that he's cultivated to Patrick Mahomes. That's like that's like my son running up on me like he didn't he didn't push him or like get in his face and like disrespect him. He was just like there's a father son relationship there that is specific to Kansas City and their cult. Like they yell at each other, but they yelling and it ain't like a disrespect inmates running the asylum type thing or like, you know, they out of control. Like, like they don't respect Andy Reid. They don't like follow his leadership. It's just that's the type of family environment they fostered. And at this point in Travis yeah, Kelsey's career and his tenure the in enemy, Kansas City, right? The enemy his and Patrick Kansas, Mahomes. And if anybody could run up day, on, yeah, if anybody yeah. could run up on Andy Reid and say, "Don't take me out the game," it's Travis Kelsey. So it was a non-story in the moment. It's certainly a non-story after the fact. Um, but what I thought you were going to say is how after Usher's halftime show, then Beyonce releases maybe the greatest Super Bowl commercial ever. Yes, I'm being a prisoner at the moment, but I'm going to stand on that business because A, it's Beyonce. B, yeah. she ended up like dropping music. Uh, a couple of country singles apparently. And I'm a cat, like you talk about casual football fans. I'm a casual Beyonce fan. I don't know her catalog like that. I'm not, I don't listen to her music like that, but I respect the woman and all that she's accomplished and all that she's done. Um, and I respect you how she moves. Music. So wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, not see it, not, not like, hold on. No, 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 no. That, was nice not, that was not shade. No, that was not shade. I know it wasn't shade. That's, that was not, it wasn't that shade. was not like, oh, I don't like Beyonce. I just have never, I yeah, know. Oh, I never gotten to her music. I'm just yeah. disappointed. I'm disappointed. Oh, okay. You can say all these wonderful things about Usher and Usher is a, you know, the soundtrack, the soundtrack of the culture. And then you're like, well, she is Beyonce. No, 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 there no, was, Usher, no, there was no, well, Usher, you wait, no, the there back. was no, well, you go to no, the wait, no, 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 it's I don't have queen. to, no, 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 Come on. the only reason, the only reason I said those things about Usher is because some people needed to hear it. If I have to explain to you what Beyonce means to mm. this planet, then I mean, but, I, but that's something that like, was understood need not be said. I don't have to. I don't have to throw platitudes on Beyonce. It's Beyonce. Not platitudes, like, but you say you're not I really have to a tell casual you. Beyonce. Who's a casual no, Beyonce I, fan? What? I don't listen to her music. I, does that make me a bad person? I'm. I'm sorry. I don't listen to her music. There's a lot of people's music I don't listen to. There's a lot. I'm. I, I turn. I turn on. When I get in the car, I turn on Sirius XM Silk. I turn on the groove. <laughs> I turn on heart and soul. Hey, Typically, the they're tenure, playing. The ten-year age difference is going the other way. This is not a commentary on Beyonce. This is a commentary on me. This is not about Beyonce. Oh, this is, when goodness. I say I'm listening to her music, that's, that's a me problem. That's not a her problem. That's it a is. me problem. Okay? Like, you ain't going to okay? break like, my soul with this commentary. You won't break my soul. 
Oh my god. No, I'm not I'm uh, not trying to. But the woman ooh. is everything and that commercial yeah. was as fantastic a commercial as I've ever seen. I mean, yeah, it, it, was it, was just, it was it was phenomenal. But not only that, but she was like, "Oh, wait, drop the music from space." And now everybody's talking about our country singles. And I'm trying to I'm just trying to catch up in real time, act 2, act 3, whatever. All I know is she is a br- she is as brilliant a businesswoman as she is an artist. And so artist, with all due respect to Usher's halftime show, icon. If with all due respect to Usher's halftime show, if to your, it's about the six months, it felt like it was yesterday's news. The moment Beyonce came out with that Verizon commercial and broke Verizon and the internet and social media all at the same time. But don't, 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 try, don't try everything. To, don't try to pull me into some shit. Acting like oh, no, you know, I'm not I'm trying like, to pull like, you in. I'm like I'm like I'm like Travis Kelsey with the with the fade. Like, hey man, don't don't throw me to them wolves. <laughs> don't don't yeah. act like yeah, I, I, I'm I actually like disrespecting just... Beyonce. No way, no how. That is not what I'm doing. Not at all. Please. Yeah. Please. All right. You ain't got to tell me about Beyonce. Um, but we can't have a Beyonce Beyonce conversation or a Travis uh, Kelsey conversation without acknowledging Taylor Swift. And this is the only way I want to acknowledge Taylor Swift today. Um. First of all, I love that for them. I love their love. Uh, it was nice to see. I mean, like, I, I always like, not just because it's Taylor Swift. I like the family on the field scenes, regardless of who their significant other is. That's I love those moments about. when it's like, yeah. when it's their wives, when it's their children, when they're planting the confetti, when they're doing snow angels. Just happens to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest pop stars in the world is Travis Kelsey's significant other. Um, shout out to Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, by the way, my my other favorite power couple. Um, but like, I love that man. Like, I love just like in that moment. Like Taylor Swift was not. I mean, she's always Taylor Swift. She was Taylor Swift, but she was really like there to support her man, and that was cool. You know, like just there's 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 a normalcy about that. There's nothing normal about the lives that Taylor Swift and for that matter Travis right. Kelsey leads. But like, love is universal, and we all just recognize what that looks like when you're just happy for your significant other, when you're happy for your partner, and that's great for them, man. Like, I, I just I, I yeah, enjoyed that. Yeah, that was heartwarming. I'm with you. That was heartwarming. And, and that's not what I want to point I, out. But I, go ahead. No, I know what you want to point out, and 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 uh, and you're starting to do it right now. I wonder if you can. What you want to point oh, out is I what chug? you're about to do. No, because yeah, it's you, like, you like, no. When she did that chug, can I, I could, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm happily married. I, I ain't no threat okay, to Travis Kelsey. I can okay, say that shit was sexy, right? I can say that shit was sexy, right? I can say that, right? I can say it was sexy. I can say, right? That's, is that okay? I, I, As for me and my house. <laughs> <laughs> You go. Oh, it was though. You go it ahead, was. bro. You bro, go when she ahead. That, beer, that works for you. When she chugged that beer, I was like, Travis. Oh, I was like, where to go, man? Where to go? You have truly. I, you, we already knew y'all kicked this coverage, but I'm like, oh, I'm like, Travis, you got you a real one. No, because there's something. Just yeah. generally speaking, and I know I speak for a lot of fellas out there. There's just something okay. about a woman that can be just one of the guys from time to time that she is all right. woman, but sometimes just one of the guys and like just yeah. somebody and, and, and I don't mean even one of the guys. I don't, I don't necessarily mean to yeah. ascribe certain certain fun to one gender or another. I just mean somebody who would just yeah. be chill and just relax. And you could have fun with 
who would chug a beer and just be, and just and just be regular. Like there's something about her. I don't know nothing about Taylor Swift. I don't listen to her music either. Again, that's a me problem. I'm saying okay. I don't I, I don't know all things Taylor Swift. I'm not a Swifty, but she just strikes me as like just regular. I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's just cool to see somebody that's like, even though they're not the biggest star in the world, they're just like they're just like me and you. Like that's I, I, yeah. and, they, and they are just like us. They just got more money and more fame, and in many cases, more ability. They're human beings. They put their legs on or their pants on one leg at a time. We say the same thing about athletes there all the is. time. But I, I, you know, we don't we don't we don't trip off of athletes. They just like us. They just run faster. They, they just bigger and stronger. But that was just awesome. She put it down like, like she ahead, was Taylor Domino. Ah, uh, let's Bam. go. Like she's done that let's before. Go. I was like, that was sexy. Okay, the normal part. That. It's a normalcy that st- that stands out to me too. I, I and and I don't know why I had to start earlier today. I was like, so when Travis Kelsey's phone is around, he can't just <laughs> hang out with the fellas. He can't just leave his phone there. That's like the most valuable phone in Missouri. That's the most valuable phone in the Midwest. It because you know everybody's gonna be like, yo, you know we got Taylor Swift's number in there. He just yeah. call, like you can't you, you that thing's yeah, got to be locked. It's got to be secured Swift. at yeah. all times. Right, right. Somebody's gotta, trying to get that can't, phone. Can't, can't have face ID. Don't have face ID. Somebody put that in front of you while nope. you sleep. Next thing you know, they are, no can't have yeah, face ID. That's right. You gotta have a passcode. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a very strong. But the normal, but the normal green part line of passcode. Yeah. Right. Michael, you want to talk about? It. You said you got a real one with with the chug. Okay, that's great. Okay, that's sexy. But I tell you what's really sexy to me. I know she had a private jet. I know it's Taylor Swift. You're in Tokyo. You mean to tell me you're in Tokyo. You're working. You're doing your own thing. You're a superstar. You're in Tokyo, right? And you went from Tokyo to Las Vegas for me to see what I was going to do in the Super Bowl. Oh, listen, listen, I will. I I will drop to whatever you want. You want if you think the drop to one knee thing is antiquated that that doesn't really that's not, okay fine. You want me to uh, whatever you want me to say if you want to propose to me that's fine too. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. She has braved the elements. She I, has braved the elements. I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go color purple on you. I was married now. Okay. <laughs> we are married. We are married. Yeah. Thank you so much. That is love. That's a love story right there. It's, a, it's an amazing story. It's an amazing story. Um, and it was fun. Like I, I, I think we t- we've talked about this before. And then in my absence, I know the storyline blew up because, you know, had a lot of different takes and counter takes and this, that and the other and think pieces and whatnot about Taylor Swift. But like, I, again, I think I said it before I'll say it again. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the yeah, story. It's good. Uh, even if even if I didn't get business. it from the perspective of a super fan, I, I enjoyed it. It's, it's, it's just uh, it was fun, but watching that that chug, I was like, "Ooh, that's that's a woman of my own heart right there, man." Um, all right, let me move on before I do get in trouble. Um, yeah, you so I mean, it's too late. You haven't heard about the McCrispy yet? Well, then you probably haven't heard the sweet silence after the first crispy bite either. Go try it for yourself to hear the best not sound you've ever heard. When you buy a new house. You might say, shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. It's too late. No, I'm not in trouble. I'm not in trouble. I, okay. I, I'm, I'm good. I got, I got credit. I got credit. Um, so, um, been off the grid for a couple of weeks. Um, you went to Vegas by yourself. I just want to hear, like, how was it? Like, again, I, I'm coming from a place of, like, I, tell me about the show. Tell me about what happened at night. I mean, you know, was there any adventures that you could share? Listen, on the air. All right, first of all, or did, or, or, or of did all, they have this conversation offline? Like, let me know. No, 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 like, no. no. What I miss? No. All right. For well, what did you miss? Before we get to what you missed, you were missed. So we missed you oh, in Vegas. That. Had tons of people. Had tons of people. Yeah. Uh, coming up to me, asking, "Hey, uh, hey, is Michael coming out? Where's Michael? Tell him I asked about him." And you know, I think this is good. And people need to know this. Sometimes if you are that person, if you're saying, hey, you know, how's he doing? And I, I wanted to reach out. Go ahead and reach out. I think I think people are are unsure whether to reach out. I'd say most of the time you talked about uh, in overtime. Let me use a sports analogy. You said in overtime, you need to know what you need to do. What you need to do is score. <laughs> okay, let's keep it simple. <laughs> what you need to do is score. So if right. you're wondering about somebody more often than not, Go ahead and reach out. They'll appreciate it. And that's what I told people. I said, oh, they would lo- he'd love to hear from you. Just reach out to yeah. him. So uh, we, we did miss you. Uh, the show was I not quite the that. same. The show, the show went on, but the show was not quite the does. same without you. Everybody no, stepped up. It. Everybody did a good job. You know, our crew, yeah, I have no doubt. Uh, BFA family, BFA family came through. We saw uh, we saw Brandon and Mike Golick Jr. We saw Liv oh, yeah. Moods meeting her for the first time in person. Oh, we nice, saw Mike nice. Jones, J.A. Donde, Bomani Jones uh, stopped by, yeah. went on camera. Wade, yeah. Um, yeah. Cam Newton crashed the set. Did he? Uh, when I was talking to, he did. He wanted to, and he, he, he had a great time. Cam Newton and Natalie. Are like this, man. They they really had it before a couple of days Seriously? in a row. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, Kendrick had had a great time with Kendrick Bourne and Devin McCourty and and Brother Sims stopped by. We haven't seen him in a while, so really, just a lot of folks, a lot of folks stepped up and came through. Now, let me tell you, I'm gonna tell you on the air about my nightlife. Yeah, that's what happened. That's what I did. Oh really? Night. Man, I was just. I was so I was doing like three shows sometimes. I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. I, I was just working. I went to Vegas. Truly, I went to Vegas to work. Now I'll tell you. I'm gonna tell you about uh, so no, the so, other. Mic. So you're telling me. So you're telling me nobody got high and came to your hotel room. 
in the middle of the night. That did that, no, didn't, that didn't happen. happen. No, that didn't happen. That was a different part of Nevada. That was a different part. That was Tahoe. I, 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 I didn't have, have I didn't have Michael have Smith. Dis- have we ever discussed this publicly? Have we ever discussed? I don't know if we discussed. I'm, I'm saying this. Like, wait a second. I don't, I don't think this is something we've actually discussed. Have we discussed this publicly? I don't know Maybe if we, we have. We referenced it. We referenced <laughs> Tahoe. And, and so you know, I had one edible too many, to, man. I had one edible, let's just say I had one edible too many. <laughs> I was gonna say you may be able to handle your liquor. You certainly oh can't handle God. your edibles. No, I'm like, oh what is this gosh. dude? Like, what is this dude Bruh. going through right now? What is this? <laughs> like, that shit. I can't never say. I can't so never crazy, say you man. wasn't there for a brother. I can't never say you wasn't there for a brother. Hey, Bruh. now I'm gonna tell you. I was like, I was like Smokey in the chicken coop, man. Just. <laughs> 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 I was tripping. I was tripping that like, night, man. Shit. Oh man! I was Matt, like, Matt, Matt, Matt K- look, Matt, Matt Casey be like, "Y'all want to go to Tahoe again?" Nah, I'm good. I'm good on Tahoe. Nah, nah, we're going back there. <laughs> we're not going back there. No, I'm not going back because I'm afraid of my, what hey, might happen to me. Hey, I might, you know, wait a minute! Ain't, ain't nobody, ain't nobody say roll the music. Is that are we? Are we, are we in trouble? Are we in trouble? Did I did I go too far? Is was that crossing the line? It was, was did I actually cross the line? Took me no, four years. Oh okay. no, no. Listen, man. Oh no, had, but you keep rolling the music. I'm just, about I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We should probably wrap it you're, up. I'm just, I was, I was just kidding, Gary. I just thought it was, it was funny. No, go ahead, you're go good though. Vegas. You're good. Yeah. Because the other thing in Vegas, uh, two I'm other kidding, things Gary. in Vegas. One on PFT, Mad Dog was talking to uh, Mike and, and Chris about how he was, uh, you know, somebody was doing LSD in, in the 1970s at his prep school. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. right. He was like, I don't know if I can say this on TV. They were like, yeah, go ahead. So he's talking about that. <laughs> but let me tell you about the other Michael. This is how I was working so much, man, because I'm committed to the jobs that I do. So I do another show with Michael Felger at night. You know Michael Felger uh, from yeah. Boston. So one that one night I'm doing a Boston TV and I see okay, I have actually, a hold co-host on, that hold night. On. Actually, you might as well go ahead and pause the music. Sorry, <laughs> it's, sto- it's, it's story time again. All right, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Mike. No, I, I make this quick. We're we're doing Boston TV. I'm doing I do Boston TV most nights. Mm-hmm. I see I have a different mm-hmm. co-host. I'm like, why do I have a different co-host? What's going on with Felger? Is he sick? Don't you know this fool took the night off? To go to the sphere and oh. see you too. Okay. He ain't tell me about it. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, you weren't invited. You got it. He just took the night off. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. You got it. You really, you really have to be on something else. Will you go to Vegas for work? And you're like, hey, wait a minute. There's a concert I want to see. <laughs> I'm gonna take a night off and go to a concert. There's a Michael, there's a lot of stuff in Vegas I wanted to see, but I'm gonna tell oh, you, silly me. It's, I thought I'd go to work. It's a, it's a good thing I didn't go because I, I probably would have. Now you were talking about getting in trouble. I could talk about Alicia Keys or Taylor Swift or anybody all I want. Okay. Um, I, I shudder to think at what the bill would have been from the blackjack table at Aria. So I'm actually, it, it was a blessing <laughs> that I, that I was not there. Because uh, if you want to know where I'd have been, I'd have been on the blackjack table, man. I'd have, yeah, oh, Only lost no. a little bit. I did gamble. I, I got, oh, I, so you did course. play. 
Oh, oh you didn't course, play. Okay. I, I mean, or did you gamble? I, I did. Or did you? I know you sports bet, but did you gamble? Like, what? What I is did. your game of choice? What is your game of choice gambling wise? Several. <laughs> depends on depends on what mood I'm in. Yeah, because we didn't because we didn't we didn't There's play blackjack in Tahoe. I'm I'm just I'm strictly blackjack. I, I, I did I in Vegas. Blackjack. That's it. Yeah. I did in All Vegas. All right. Okay, uh, so you didn't just didn't go to sleep. Much, you didn't just go to sleep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't lose that. My much. biggest problem. But I told my biggest problem is I don't know like when to I get up from the Gary, table. Like I told Gary, uh, Vegas ain't got nothing on me. You know, a- after my year of my bets, uh, I had a Mahomes. I had a Mahomesian year. Of, did I didn't you? mean to say that. A Mahomesian year. My bets, your money. So of course I won, you know, my Super Bowl, my bets, and it was just a great year. I don't know if I can have another year like this. It's not quite a dynasty, but not quite. I'll just you beat me to it. You beat me to it. You beat me to it's it. It's pretty good. All right, man. Well, yeah, we'll wrap it up. All right, this was fun, um, and I will. Uh, I'll see you Wednesday. Oh, hey, yeah. good. I was gonna ask you. Yeah. See you Wednesday. Yeah, cool. no. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be a Wednesday. Yeah, I'm back in the mix. You know, so. All good. All right, well, bro. Great to see you. Good to see you. That was that was almost old school BFA. Two hours out this month. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.